a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Counseling on Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime. Fred Riley. What is up? Thank you for joining this podcast. Thank you for listening to Counseling on Demand. And of course, we talk about uh, serious topics, uh, local things, and things across the world in terms of issues, but also uh, delicate issues and maybe some fun issues as well. So today, we're going to be talking about stress. And, uh, you know, stress is, we're going to talk about stress. What is stress? And oftentimes, we use some words interchangeably, but you know me, I'm going to. Uh, I like my terms to be as accurate as possible, uh, bugs me, um, diagnoses, anything like that, I want to be right on top of, uh, hey, if we're going to name it, let's label it, right? So we're going to talk about stress. Stress is something that we uh, feel, it's usually kind of momentarily, it can happen over time, uh, but if it happens over time for too long, we kind of get into this place of burnout. So you undoubtedly, right, and myself, we experience a lot of stress. It uh, oftentimes runs in the background. Have you ever been in that place in your mind where you're not quite sure why you're stressed, right? At the end of the day, you uh, maybe wonder why you were so tired or why you have a headache. Well, the reality is in our world, there's a lot of demand on us and you may put a lot of demand on yourself. And with that, we're experiencing stress or stressors that run kind of in the background uh, all the time. And you go into maybe like a masseuse or different things, they'll tell you that you've been experiencing incredible stress. Sometimes we don't have time for stress. Some people thrive on stress. I don't know how you are, but something to think about is, hey, how do I monitor that stress? And uh, how do I know what's there? How do I know it's building? And then what are some things to do with it? Now, have you ever been that person, maybe you're, uh, maybe this is you, where it lifts, or pardon me, it creates more stress to add a task of reducing stress? I see that a lot in my office. Are you one of those individuals that doesn't know what to do without stress? More often than not, I work with people who, as their stress level goes down, it goes right back up because they don't know what to do without that stress. Is that you? right? That stress or lack of stress can be uncomfortable, but it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. You know, over the last couple of weeks, I've I've worked on stress myself. And I tell you what, um, I've almost forgotten, I think, what it is to be absent of stress. I think we acclimate, right? I think we we adapt to the, the stress levels. And I did for myself, I did a, a lot of conscious, uh, mindful work on reducing my stress level, and uh, I was surprised. I kind of started to feel like 
um, I've missed some years almost in terms of experiencing some things from a very different perspective where I had accepted the stress, I would say, in the past, the stress of things versus determining to go through experiences, uh, not necessarily having to have the stress just because I was used to it. So what do we do? What are some of those things we can do to reduce stress? First of all, actually, let's go to how do we recognize stress. And stress is going to show up very typically for you in certain areas. We're going to talk about this physical uh, manifestation. Time to think about that for a minute. Where do you find your stress? Being more aware of that. Typically, we're talking about um, behind the shoulder blade. We're talking about uh, maybe specifically the left side of your neck or the right side of your neck. You know, it might be popping pins. It might be popping knuckles, right? It may be pacing. We've talked a little bit about these these uh, symptoms that uh, are indicative of you upregulating, right? Well, what we want to do is be mindful of those things that we're going to do. As a matter of fact, write down 10 or 12 things that you notice that you do while you're stressed so that you can uh, intervene as early as possible. As soon as you start doing those behaviors, you, a partner, whoever, that's a great feedback loop to say, hey, you know what, this is a time to start putting into action some of the things that we can learn about reducing stress. So there's a little introduction to stress. Again, stress comes and goes. We can recover most of the time, but prolonged stress leads to a place of burnout. Stress, we might lose appetite. We might become tired and exhausted, but we're able to kind of kick it back into gear. Continued stress, then we're starting to look at poor appetite over time, weight loss, all types of different things that uh, just are indicators from our body that we're we're having a very we're very overwhelmed and we need to do something different. So let's take a break and when we come back, we're going to talk about a few things that you can do to help reduce stress. And one thing to keep in mind is that these ideas to reduce stress take time. Why? Because the body is not used to reducing that stress. These are not things that are going to work overnight. They're going to begin to help. But give yourself time to learn these techniques and to train your body to, once again, get to a place where you can reduce that stress. All right, welcome back to Counseling on Demand. We're talking about stress today. We're talking about stress as opposed to burnout. Uh, Stress is something that... uh, comes in temporarily, usually kind of fades out. I think we have a tendency with, uh, that we're in, we're in this place of stress for so long that we tend to have uh, head towards burnout, whether it's parenthood or work or whatever it might be. Um, high intake of calories, uh, energy drinks, um, you know, just eating, 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 uh, excessive need for sleep. Those are signs that the stress has gone overboard into a place of burnout. And there's some interventions, there's some things that need to change. So a couple things that I like to do and I want you to think about that are helpful for the clients that I work with. Let's talk about those. One way of stress uh, reduction is what I call the five modalities or the five senses. A modality, the idea is sensory intake, right? When we think of the five senses, we're talking about, you know, feel, we're talking about taste, we're talking about those senses. And when we use the word modalities, we're talking about ways that the brain brings that input in. And so when you're feeling stressed, 
the part of your brain, the lizard part of your brain, is using those modalities to be on alert, is careful for every sound, very visual, very sensitive to touch. So one of the things that is really helpful to reduce stress is to use intent with your modalities. In other words, you're going to choose what to look for under stress, what to hear, as opposed to that uh, autonomic system, if you will, guiding. So this is purposeful intent-based behavior. And that's pretty cool because uh, as we learn to manage our stress with intent, that helps uh, our body, it helps our mind remember that uh, when stress comes along, we have more power over it than uh, feeling powerless, as you may be aware of when you feel that stress. So the idea, and uh, this is a great thing to jot down, is there's a there's a focus on the modalities uh, that uh, becomes kind of progressively more difficult to bring the attention back to the prefrontal cortex. So the first thing you're going to do when you're feeling stressed is you're just going to become aware of five things that you can see in in your in proximity to you. So we're going to use that first sense of visual, right? So five things I can see. And that might feel kind of dumb. Um, I, when I work with people, they kind of feel like, okay, five things I can see. But that's the easiest way to get this started, and it becomes more difficult over time. And what that does is it helps bring our focus in. It's a grounding technique that allows us to get that system to quit uh, firing off as, so much in terms of the autonomic system. So five things I see, okay, and you name those out loud, okay, four things you hear. And it's amazing. I love this one. Uh, I was working with a guy the other day. He's got some post-traumatic stress. He unfortunately found his loved one uh, that had taken his life. And now every sound, everything around him, his stress level is triggered so quickly. And one of the things that was so neat is I asked him to name four things that he heard. And then I got more specific and I said, name, I said, how many birds do you hear? He was able to identify four different types of birds. He didn't know them by name, right? But we're bringing our focus into what's going on around us, not uh, like in a previous uh, podcast, not, uh, you know, a a copy machine that's gone wrong, right? Okay, so four things that you can hear prior to that, five things that you can see. Three things that you feel, okay? So it might be the object, you know, where you're sitting. It might be uh, the temperature in the room. But again, bring that focus into the modalities, three things that you can feel, okay? Now, now it gets really hard. Two things, right, that you can smell, okay? And you'll be amazed as you practice this and you hone in, you'll be amazed at just how well your system is built. You'll start to notice, you'll find that maybe you say you can't smell anything, but you'll become really good at distinguishing and looking for a couple things that you can smell. And the last thing, and this is kind of a weird one, but now we're to taste, right? One thing that you can taste, and you'll start to see that you're very familiar with different tastes. So what we're doing is stress reduction by focusing the body on awareness. When you're stressed, you're not within your body. You're not within the moment. You're distracted and focused on the past or the future for which you have no control at the moment. So we're bringing ourselves mindfully back into the moment. So that's a big one. That one takes some practice, but you're going to find that you become really aware of your environment. You're choosing with intent to focus on what's going on around you, 
rather than be distracted by the stress. Now, a couple other things to do really quick. Remove yourself from the environment. How often do you find yourself stressed by a certain thing, but you're standing right in front of it, right? Get away from the stressor. That happens so often, right? We, we're upset, we're bothered, but we with the, something with the computer or the TV or somebody in our family, and we want that, that stress level to go down. Remove yourself from the stimuli. Remove yourself from the environment so that that doesn't continue to keep triggering you. And then, of course, as you remove yourself from the environment, take a moment to engage in something else. Always have something else to do. Uh, wives, as your if your husband goes out to the garage, roll your eyes and let him stay out there. Why? Because the stress is going to be taken care of out there in the garage rather than with you. Now, other ideas, for example, might be pets. Pets have a tendency to know when we're stressed. Let that pet come close to you and let that pet soothe you. As a matter of fact, there's a new program out in, oh, it's in um, Britain, I believe. It's a college program where they have stress pets now that are there for people that are doing uh, taking tests and exams and so forth. And so we're starting to learn more and more about the value of stress reduction with pets. So the five senses, remove yourself from the environment, engage in something different while you're away from the environment, and be mindful of other stress reduction techniques, uh, maybe a pet or other things, and maybe even create things that you can have access to uh, without having to get away and without having to put too much effort into the act of reducing that stress. And finally, give it time. Give that stress reduction time. It can be uncomfortable. We're not familiar with it. Sometimes when you do something to reduce stress, you end up falling asleep. The idea being that your body is saying, we don't know how to rest until we are looking for sleep so much. We don't know how to just rest and relax. So let's take some training. Right. So those are some ideas on reducing stress. Give it a try. If you have questions, you want more ideas about reducing stress, feel free to find us online. We'd love to talk to you about it. Getting back to life, that's the number two life. That's a great way to get a hold of us. Hey, leave us a rating and a review. However you listen to this podcast, we would love to have your review and your rating. And now, as always, remember, you get to choose who's in your life.